Previously on Adventures in Questing. If they've seen our faces, they will only come after us. So here's what I propose. I'm going to take six of these, and you guys should take six. Okay, look. I can't leave until I've done the second trial tomorrow. Winnie, what are you thinking? What? Uh, okay, you, um, you put the egg in the bowl, uh, and you pour the wyvern venom in. You kind of set it down. Uh, you go to make your bed, and you hear it. And this um, dark purple wyvern baby falls oh. out of the egg and kind of like <laughs> Pim, Pim and Doc are going to the abia and then the holothod afterward. Okay, you go to that secret room. Uh, you kind of peek inside and there's nothing in there. You can see through this and uh, through this uh, through this illusion. There are um, there are five figures in this painting. You get the sense that. These people have lived for a very, very, very long time and need that to stay secret for some reason. So all mm. evidence of them existing, they allow, but have changed or altered to hide their existence from the, the known, like the known world. And I will say, Doc, as Pim starts to explain this to you, I think you do see through mm. the illusion and can see, mm. see it. That lobster demon, like how foreboding does it seem to be? Or does it just seem to be a monster that they're fighting? Make a religion check. Okay. Well. You're not quite sure, though it does vaguely resemble like sketches that you've seen of devils. Like you guys have never met a devil. Well, we looked at the chaotic evil dude that we saw pictures the 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 god of evil was being followed by a bunch of like devils and demons and actually i would say look thinking back on it like you recognize this monster from like being in the horde that was following him in like a painting that you've seen of the god of evil was the god of evil what happened to him Did, was he banished or was he destroyed uh i can tell you both i think it's well, it's only been like a couple of days from the myth that you remember uh that you kind of were talking about olak was around for a very long time, and then during the War of the Cataclysm, there was the whole thing where he, he lied to Ith and made her kill herself, and then she came back to life. And then he was, in the legends, said to be defeated and cast away from all the knowing world. What that he's... means is up to interpretation. Yeah, I wonder if he's coming back. Because they didn't figure out where the Devo was from. But, I don't know, with what's happening in the forest, what's happening with the war... And what happened? You you told us what you saw in your dream, mm -hmm. right? And what's happening with that? Yeah, that is weird. It seems like it's something. The black guy is coming back. Not specifically that demon, but like Olak, it's coming back to power, or something like that. With all this like chaotic stuff happening. That's a good point. Because you saw it in a dream. Mm -hmm. I'm obviously talking quiet. We can like go to like a relaxing chamber thing. You guys can go find a private room and talk about this. Sure. A study room. <laughs> we use one of the study rooms. Do we need a reserve? We don't? Go <laughs> and I poof butterfly into existence. <laughs> so she can just fly around. <laughs> um, but it seems like all these things have something to do with the gods. Can you tell Burke about your dream? Mm, no, I'm pretty sure that I met him. we met him before I had that dream. Mm. You guys haven't been back to talk to Burke since he, uh, Pim had that dream. Because don't we need to get the eight people together? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so shouldn't we tell, talk to him? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we might be out longer than we expected. But I think we should talk to him about all this stuff. Out longer, like today, you mean? Yeah. Or like, okay. Shouldn't we talk to him right now about all that shenanigans? Probably, yeah. Sure, we could go there. Probably. Oh no, I feel like yeah. things are clicking in my head, but I can't figure out how they're clicking. And like how they're fitting together. Because I feel like things are fitting together that we don't really know. I don't know, and this whole Estrelin thing, like the fact that my whole entire history is possibly a lie. Hmm. 
Something's weird. Do you guys want to run to the Time Forge? I think... Should we do that? Yeah, probably. We need to talk to him. Yeah, you guys want to head off in that direction? Yeah. Okay, you guys walk down the stairs. Do you see that same elf? Hello, Mm -hmm. are you... Have you found what you were looking for? I think so. Cool. What is is your name, by the way? We forego our names when we join the Temple of Thought. Shut up, Cheyenne. (laughs) (laughs) That is in my notes. (laughs) Okay, we're going to cut over to these guys for a little bit. Where's Todd? Todd's not having a great oh. couple of days. No, hey, yeah, let's... How you doing? Not great, man. I died twice in one day. Todd, you know, uh, do you not like ponies? I'm ambivalent about ponies. I could kill you and then you'd be something else. Don't, don't kill me. The main reason I am <laughs> mad is I have died twice in one day. Uh, and I'm no, peeved I'm about it. I'm sorry, Todd. It was painful. I remember what it felt like to burn alive. That sucks. So bad. And now I'm a fucking little horse. I like you like this. You are very soft. Thank you. Yeah, I think you're You're really cute. God, I could go for some oats right now. Do I have oats? No. (laughs) Why would you have oats? I bet bet they have them uh, where we're going. Because what do do pegasi eat? Probably oats. (laughs) But maybe also oats. (laughs) You guys make your way up the mountain, which Todd just doesn't like even more because he's like, oh, God. And you finally get up to the Stormhold. You can see the pegasi flying around. You can see the women are training. As you guys kind of approach, there's a little girl playing up in front of the Stormhold. Looks like she's maybe like Layla's age. No, probably a little bit younger, like nine, like eight or nine. Um, she's got uh, really, really dark hair, the tips of which are, are kind of golden. Um, and she is uh, swinging like a wooden sword around. And as you guys approach, she kind of like tries to stand like really tall. And you see she has like a stuffed pegasus like that's tied around her belt. Uh, and she goes, Halt! Who would enter the Stormhold? Uh, Thora's gonna go down on one knee and say, I'm Thora Tempest, I'm here to complete my uh, second challenge. She kind of, her eyes get really wide. Are you a Wywa God? I wanna be. I'm gonna be a Wywa God, like my mom. Uh-huh. Yeah, who's your mom? Uh, you hear, Lagatha, stop stop bothering people. And you see uh, Gunhilda comes out from the Stormhold and, and you see Lagatha run over uh, to Gunhilda who kind of scoops her up. So you're here. Yeah. Cool. They can't come. Can we watch? Not this one. Oh. Is, right. there, any, is there anything fun to do around here? Are you going now? So like right now? Oh, yeah. We're going to go right now if you're ready to go. Yes. It's sort of on a timetable, so yeah. All right. I'm going to turn to Thora. I'm going to like put my arms out into like a hug. Yeah, I think she rolls her eyes, but then she, she gives you a big hug. Uh, I'm going to hold her tight and I'm going to whisper in her ear, please be safe. I will. And then I'm going to like let her go and just like pat her on the shoulder. <laughs> Gunhilda kind of looks around. Uh, yeah, you guys can hang out, I guess. Oh. I mean, this is a religious spiritual journey. It's not like a spectator sport. Yeah, I get it. But I thought she was going to maybe fight something I wanted to watch. No, nope, that was the last time. Okay. It's not all about fighting. Yeah. Well, good luck. I this bump, Thora. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you see, she sets down Lagatha and goes, um, your form is really bad. My fist bump. Uh, no, she's talking to her daughter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she looks up at you. No. She gestures to her daughter. <laughs> and she kind of looks down at Lagatha. Remember, you got to keep your arm arms strong, but your back as well and the legs. And, and Lagatha kind of like practices, like starts practicing her thrusts and her, her swings and stuff. Gunhilda kind of looks at you. Come on. And she starts walking inside the stormhold. I'm going to wave to Lagatha as I go. Okay. Gives you a wave. Good luck. Bye, Thor, don't die. Um, You guys are kind of walking. She walks you all the way through the Stormhold and out the other end. And she's kind of silent for a while before she goes, um, uh, I gave you your last test. Um, Your next test is going to come from Mother Maristir. She's one of our oldest and wisest members. So I would hope that you would show her the respect that is owed to her. Yeah? Absolutely. You guys start to exit. There's kind of this big stone arch. As you are about to walk through, she like puts a hand in front of you, kind of like against the stone, so you're kind of like blocked by her arm. So you guys are kind of like standing really kind of close in this archway, uh, and she just goes, um, I like you. I think you're going to do a good job, but don't forget what I said. This I isn't about being a warrior. This is about serving her. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Good luck. And she takes her arm away so you can walk through. You walk out, and you are on a bluff that looks out on this great blue ocean. The clouds are, are clear this morning. It's kind of a chillier morning because it's springtime. 
You can see gulls flying around. You can see the shadows of the pegasi, and then you every once in a while see them dive. There is a pair of stumps sitting in the ground, and what looks to be some like stone table on the ground that's been covered by a sheet. And looking out on the water is uh, what appears to be a, a female dwarf in blue and black and silver armor with a dark blue cloak kind of thrown over her shoulder. She has jet black hair that is streaked with white and silver, and she's clutching a big like wooden staff. The first kind of staff you've seen all any of these warriors, most of them wield like bladed weapons. She's just got like a big staff. And as you uh, start to approach, um, you hear, Thora Tempest! Yes. Approach. She does. <laughs> kind of walk forward. And she kind of whips around and you see this kind of very old dwarven woman. She has a lot of wrinkles. Um, she's got some scars. She's got like a piercing in her nose and on her ears. She kind of like looks you up and down. Are you ready for your second challenge? Yes. Come then, take a seat. She gestures to one of the stumps. Okay. Uh, I, I think she does it, but I think she's just kind of expecting like something to jump out at her and attack her or something. Okay. <laughs> so I think she's just a little hesitant. Why are you hesitating? Sit down on the stump. Okay. <laughs> just thinking about the last challenge. Don't think about the past. All right, Rafiki. Why <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she does have a, a slight Rafiki vibe. She she <laughs> oh. kind of like swaggers a little bit forward and she like leans in until she's like an inch away from your face and stares at you for like a solid minute without saying anything. She finally like leans back. This challenge, this task, is made to test the fields and skills that you lack. Your faults. But no one is perfect. Correct? Yes. Would you say you have faults? Yes. The first step to becoming better is admitting that you're not perfect. I can work with this. She kind of walks around. I've been watching you since you arrived on the island. I'll admit, I thought that you were just another person who thought we were cool because we rode flying horses and you <laughs> wanted a flying horse. Which I get, but not the kind of person fit to join the Guard. But you do fight bravely, some might say recklessly. And you are fueled by your anger, but that can be used as a tool. But you do lack many things. You have many faults, Thora Tempest. I do think part of the reason you came up here because is you wanted a flying horse. Am I wrong? <laughs> no. You also came straight to the temple without asking really anybody what we were about or what our values were or even the goddess we worshipped was. If I remember correctly, you asked to try to join the Ryragar before walking through the Stormhold and doing research. You also... As I said, fight very recklessly. Now, this can be of great use, but being reckless can also lead to harm and danger. Yeah. Your fight with the Drider was a good fight. You saw that? Please. How? Please. <laughs> She's kind of now just kind of walking with her, with her staff kind of circling you. She's also got like a bit of a Yoda vibe. <laughs> um, you are also, and this I think is your greatest fault, terrified of what you have done and what it will bring upon those you love. Yeah. You fight with your anger and your rage, but I think more than anything, you are fueled by your fear. And I have no place in my rye regard for people who are ruled by fear. That, unfortunately, we cannot solve in a single task. So I will focus instead <laughs> on the fact that you lack a tactical mind, you rush into things very quickly, <laughs> and are deeply reckless. Those I can solve. She kind of hobbles over to her stump. Tell me. She whips the sheet off of the, the table. Have you ever played chess? <laughs> no. <laughs> you see on the board is... Maybe on Thor the, has. On the, on the table is a chess board with pieces. What, did you think we were going to go fight like a big griffin or something? I don't know. No? I don't... I don't we're going to play this it. game. I don't know how. Listen, and I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> okay. Okay? Okay. Let's go for it, I guess. Cool. She sits down. She stabs her, her staff into the ground. So the way this is going to work is you're going to play three chess games with this woman. They're going to go very quickly because all we're going to do is for each game, you're going to make an insight check first to see if you can tell what she's planning to do. Oh, good at that. And then you're going to make an intelligence check to try to counter. I'm not good at those things. I know. That's the Fuck. point. So she sets all the pieces up and she starts to play. Make an insight check. 
Natural 20. Nice. Great. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, so your insight check is going to affect the DC of your intelligence check, like how hard it is to counter. With a natural 20 insight, you're basically getting a really good vi- like vibe on how she is playing. So the DC mm-hmm. for your intelligence check is five. So you just have to roll a five or better. Oh, shit. I have minus two to intelligence. Oh, my God. It's a minus nine. Two? Yeah. She has really low intelligence. I'm a barbarian. <laughs> but you got, you got a nine. Eight? Yeah. Okay. You only have minus no, one. No, I have minus two oh, no, to she intelligence. Has a, she has a seven intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's why I was like, what the oh, fuck? Yeah, you still got a nine. So you got you start playing. You start playing with her, and, and you guys are going, and, and you're you're handling yourself very well. And she, this is the conversation that's happening during the first game. So as we play, I suppose we should get to know each other a little better. Hmm? Okay. Uh, what are your deepest fears? <laughs> uh, and don't lie to me. For it. Okay. Uh, losing my brother. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, especially if it was my fault. If I couldn't protect him or if something I did came back. Why would you automatically assume it would be your fault? Because I've almost gotten killed before. Hmm. Seems like everyone you travel with has almost gotten killed before. I've gotten almost killed before, like, like at least seven times. Well, sure, but he risked himself for me specifically, and that's a lot to ask. Hmm. You regret that he did that? I don't know if I regret that as much as just uh, what I did to get in that situation. Ooh. The past again. That's a yeah. worthy that's a worthy fear. Some people are afraid of like jellyfish. Oh no, I don't have a problem with jellyfish. What are you afraid of? This is this is your task. Okay. I am deathly afraid of like beets though. <laughs> <laughs> you strike me as someone who is constantly running from something, which is funny because Watching you fight, you run towards the action. But the rest of your life, you seem to be fleeing. What are you running from? You seem to know a lot. Why do I have a feeling like you already know? I'm the head of a temple. I'm very wise. Answer the question. Uh, I guess a lot of the things that I've done, I think more specifically, is probably who I became at a dark time. And maybe from some specific people. I don't know if they're alive or not. You're running from them. Yeah. Because that will solve everything. Well, I don't know what else to do. Mm. We almost died, me and my brother, last time we were around them, so. Couldn't kill you then, could they? Uh, no, they almost did, though. Hmm. Didn't, though. And you'd knock over her king. That was very good. Let's play again. Oh, fuck. Make another insight check. Crip <laughs> it, it was like on 13 wow. and then went. Crip Okay, cool. Uh, now roll an intelligence check. That's the same role. That's a nine. A nine? Okay. So you start playing. And I'm she miserable. does. She beats you in three moves somehow. Three? Three. It's dragon chess, so it's a, the rules are slightly different. <laughs> uh, she, she beats yeah, you, and she's like, that wasn't very good. Yeah, I agree. Before we keep playing, though, I do... Um, your friends seem kind of cool people. Strong, you know, strong companions. Yeah, I think so. Ooh. You can see our faces in the window. You like, you like them? Yeah? Yeah. Mm. You trust them? Yeah, I think so. Go into battle with them. You know, trust them with your life. Trust them to cast spells and watch your back. Yeah. Yeah. Those, that's good. That's good. Good to have companions like that. Though I do wonder if, if you do trust them with your life, you can't trust them with your past. You say you're worried things might come for your brother. Are you not worried that those same things might not come for Pim or Winnie or Cordelia or Layla or Dark or her freaky new wyvern pet? I guess so. I, uh, I don't know. I've, I've worked with them for a few months, but not, I don't know. I didn't really, I haven't really gotten close to them, I feel like, until recently. Mm. And I guess I hadn't thought about that. Mm. In my experience, the true heroes, the ones who are remembered and do great deeds, are the ones who trust each other implicitly, where friendship, fellowship, love surpasses all secrets and, and is just trust implicitly. That doesn't mean you share everything all the time, because trust goes many ways. If you are the kind of group to trust that when the time comes you will share, then that is a level of trust. Yeah, just the last time I trusted a group of people, it uh, didn't go so well. Hmm. Let's play again. Roll an insight check. <sighs> Fifteen. Fifteen? Okay, yeah. Yeah. now roll an intelligence check. Uh, it's a zero. 
Ooh, two, and my intelligence is minus two. Ooh. I know! So you, that hits my face at the beginning! You, you, <laughs> you start playing, and you really get an idea of what she is doing, but no, you I have don't. no idea how to combat it. Like, you, you're like, okay, she's trying to set it up, so she'll move her king here, she'll move her queen here, and then she'll take out my king, but not if I, and you do not have a response, and she does exactly that thing. <laughs> um, but as you are playing, she kind of goes, um... You have a lot of road to cover, Thora Tempest. What do you mean? A lot of room to grow. A lot of paths to take. But if you continue to define yourself by the paths you've already walked, you won't get anywhere. You've done some truly reprehensible things. But you've also been kind to a parent who was just trying to protect their child. You've also run into battle to save your friends. You are not defined by what you have done. I would suggest you are defined by the fact that looking back on what you have done, you decided to change. Anyway, I win. Yeah, I know. Knocks over your, knocks over your king. Before we end today, why Harairi? There are a lot of gods and goddesses that recruit powerful warriors to fight for them. And I know the flying horses are dope as hell, but there's other cool things you can get from other gods and goddesses. So why Harairi? This is the only god that I've ever seen part of myself in. Mm. Everyone a part of the Rai Regard is uh, very admirable and they fight for something good. Mm. And that's, I like to try to do that. When you were doing um, your research, and she does air quotes, <laughs> on Harairi, did you look at all into how she was born? You know, I tried. Mm. Well, I think you can tell a lot about a god based on the story of their birth. Harairi is an interesting one. She is a child of chaos and law, neither good nor evil. And in her inception, if you read many of the stories, was a villain. She sank ships and flooded towns and drowned countless people. But when it came time to choose a side, she chose it and changed. And she became one of the greatest forces for good. Crucial in the Battle of the Cataclysm, I just thought you might be interested in that story. Yeah. She reaches into her robes and she pulls out a little um, dark steel coin. Do you want this? What is that? If you give this to any priest of Harairi, they will give you access to the boat. And the boat will take you to the Drowned Isle. And you may attempt to earn your wings. Only with this marker can you attempt to do it. Do you want it? Yes. Why, though? Because uh, I want to be like Harari. I want to change for good and do something better. And uh, I want to do good in her name. I want to try, anyway. She holds the coin out to you. Uh, and she very slowly takes her hand out to take it. She gives it to you. Do not dally. When you feel strong enough, take the test. But do not keep our goddess waiting. Hmm? Okay, I mean, like, how long? Is there, like, an expiration date? No, it doesn't have... <laughs> it doesn't have an expiration date. But don't just, like, wait till you're level 20 and then do it. Well, Max will get so mad. <laughs> when you are ready... How will I know when I'm ready? She just kind of gives you, like a, like, a look. Like, please. She turns around, picks up her staff, and she starts hobbling towards the edge of the cliff. She turns, she turns around... I'll see you when you're done. And she falls off the cliff. And after about 30 seconds, this pegasus kind of rises up. And she's just standing on the back of the pegasus. She's not even sitting on the back of the pegasus. She's just standing with her staff. She's like whipping it around in the air. And the pegasus takes off in the air. And you are left alone, clutching the marker of Harairi on the bluff. Yes. Do you go back to your friends? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, about a half hour has I feel passed. like we're all just like sitting like outside the thing, like... Sticks drawing in the dirt. Like. <laughs> just so bored. Lagatha's like just off in the distance play fighting with her sword. <laughs> After about, probably be closer to like 45 minutes, Thor does come back out from the Stormhold. She doesn't look like she got in any kind of fight. Hey, I'm going to come up and give her a big hug and like like touch her face and like make sure she's like, okay. Yeah, she's going to shove you off. <laughs> what happened? Uh, nothing. We got to go, right? What? You're alive. That's that's great. Yeah, you okay? I was not sure. I'm fine. You, you gotta see. go, right? You're okay. I'm fine. 
Okay, yeah, let's go. You guys start walking towards the Hall of Thought? Um, yeah, that's where we're going to meet them. Okay. Oh, so well, you guys you guys are running for, to the Time Forge, right? Yeah. Hopefully we... <laughs> okay, so you guys <laughs> run over to the Time Forge, and you can hear the, the hammering of the of the forge. You walk in and are hit with that immense heat and walk over to that big forge where you saw Burke. He's there just hammering away, sh- fucking shirtless, ripped as shit. <laughs> I forgot to mention this the first time, and I want to mention it now because it's important to me. Uh, he looks like Jake Johnson with a beard. <laughs> Kind of like ruggedly handsome. I wanted to mention this because it's very important. It is deeply important to deeply me because I love Jake Johnson. It looks like Jake Johnson. Fan cast of Jake Johnson. Uh, and he's just he's just working on something. Kind of looks up as you guys approach. Are you disguised? Oh, yeah. Hi. Uh, who are you? Uh, Doxy. Okay. Kind of puts his stuff down, kind of walks down, toweling off his kind of grimy hands. Can we talk to you somewhere private? Uh... Yeah, okay. Um, kind of looks around. I've got a room in the back. I live here. Walks you around the forge into this just very, not very impressive room. It's got like a twin bed and like a dresser. And there's nothing else in here. Looks around. Okay, I take off the hat. Nice hat. Thanks. Um, so, a lot of things have happened since we last saw you. It's been like a day. Yeah. <laughs> So, do you really put much, do you personally put energy into, like, weird dreams? I'm a cleric. <laughs> I forgot he was a cleric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, you're a cleric, so probably, right? That's what clerics do. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, so I had a weird dream, and I don't really dream, or if I do, they're just really pleasant and, like, relaxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it gave me the sense that you and the rest of your friends should really come back together. Why do you laugh? It's just easier said than done. Keep going. And uh, that something bad is coming. And I saw it. And a lot of darkness coming upon the land. And I think we already told you this, but we uh, think we have been talking to your one friend, the Dragonborn. Well, she hasn't been talking with us. We've just been trying to talk to her. Mm. She hasn't talked to you? No, she got her letter. I think it was her. We're pretty sure. Yeah. It was her, actually. And then nothing. So, you are telling me to get the gang back together? That's what you're saying? That's what I'm sensing. Mm-hmm. The Eternals. Like an insight Ken's, like, jogging his memory. <laughs> uh, the Eternals. <laughs> 16. He thinks that's funny. And you say the Eternals. Why do you smile? It was a stupid name that Micah came up with, and I can't believe that it survived this many years. <laughs> Why don't you want no one to know that you're older? That you you have been around for a while? I don't really know what it would change, except there'd be a lot of people coming up to talk to me all the time. Also, I've been alive for a very long time, and I've seen a lot of stuff. And if a lot of people come up and know how old I am, I'll remember the stuff that I've seen while I've lived. You want to get the gang back together. I miss them a lot. I would see them again in a heartbeat. But I have a job here, and the rest of them aren't going to get back together until you get a Mahdi around. Where can we find a Mahdi? He's currently, if I remember, still in prison. The Black Sanctuary. Where is that? The eastern range of mountains in Oster, far north. The most well-protected, high-security prison in the world. What does he look like? Uh, Last time I saw him, dark skin, dark beard, dreadlocks. Handsome man. Big and brawny. But he won't leave. He put himself in there. Why? As I said, we have seen... And done some things. And after 16,000 years, it starts to weigh on you a little bit. You can talk to them all. I know where some of them are. And they'll probably tell you the same thing that I'm telling you now, that they'll do it if Amadi does it. I can tell you where they are if you want to talk to them. Yeah. Well, I don't know where Mike is. The last time he was here, he said he was going to look for Amadi's sword. So he might be on the same little crusade as you are. Wait, it was a Mahdi sword? Yeah. So the big great sword? Yeah. Took me forever to make. Adri and Tippy, I think, were 
they like the wilderness, so they liked um, they would spend a lot of time in the Moorwood and uh, the city of Antani, the tree city. Sierra is wherever people will think she looks great, which is most <laughs> places. I think she was living in Vester last I checked, but I haven't seen any of these guys in thousands of years, except for Micah. And I can't tell you where Valoria is. Okay. I told her I wouldn't. We all swore that we wouldn't, and that kind of magic you can't just break. You can find it yourself. You seem like an inquisitive kind of person. If you want to find her, I have no doubt you will, but I can't tell you where she is. Ovac, she always loved it up north. She's probably somewhere up in the Pallid Wastes. She built a tower for training other monks. Mm -hmm. She might be there. Is there a place that you all used to meet? Yeah, we had a home together. It was a castle that was made for us. Where? The mountains to uh, to the west of Vester. Tyne and a couple of the other gods made us a castle. It was called Valenza Celestial for home. I don't think anyone's there anymore. I think Micah maybe lives there, but again, I think he's off on some crusade. There's a little town called Herd Town, and there's a goat path that goes up into the mountains, and uh, you follow it long enough, and you can find the castle. He looks visibly pained talking about all this stuff. Has this ever happened? I don't know, have to reunite or something? It sounds like you haven't really we ever would, reunited since whatever happened happened. Uh, we would split apart a couple of times and go and do our own thing, but we always came back to each other. But it was about a thousand-ish years ago. Things just started to change. Before that, it had always just felt temporary. This felt like a fracturing. And we fell apart, and we fell apart hard and slow. I should probably get back to work, uh, unless you have uh, another question or something for me. Yeah, I don't think so. Thank Thanks you. for telling that, us that. Yeah, yeah, sure. Seems kind of, I don't know, wrong for us to even ask or to yeah. even stick our heads into any of this, but... Mm -hmm. uh, just don't go around telling people that I'm immortal. I'd appreciate that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, well, catch you later. And he uh, wipes something from his eye and walks out the room. Mm -hmm. And you guys are uh, left in the Time Forge. Do you want to run and meet your friends? Um, I put on my disguise again. Okay, you guys all meet up at. Uh, Do we all? At the Hall walk, of Thought. Walk up to the doors at the same time. Uh, no, you guys actually get to the Hall of Thought before they get back, and oh, kind shit. of like, where? Are and then uh, the, you guys, you guys <laughs> kind of show up. Right when we were about to start mm -hmm. making a big ruckus, <laughs> burst into the Hall of Thought. <laughs> hey, where <are> <laughs> And you guys, uh, you guys are all reunited. We should probably go. Yeah, I think yeah. so. All right, let's Wait, get you out look of here. fine. Did you even do it? <laughs> 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 did you fight the fight? <laughs> Win the yeah, win. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, are we going with you, Cordelia? Anyone that wants to, yeah. Yeah, there we go. I have been thinking. What's up? So maybe we talked about this yesterday. I just really slept really hard. Can't really remember. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like I slept for months. Yeah, like months. Um. Is there any way that your friend who has this magical ability could look back at what that was? That landmark. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's a, a temple of Bars there. Oh, that's mm. the only way? I don't know. I've just mm. been thinking about it. And isn't it weird that we haven't even turned back to see anything? Yeah, we haven't heard anything. I know. We haven't even, like, looked or asked. Well, I've asked, but I've, I've, yeah, I've tried to, like, listen when we've gone into towns, and there's nothing. Like, no, no word has traveled. I don't know. I've just been thinking about it lately, and it just seems wrong that we never turn back. Yeah. And even know what's happening there. I just feel like it's a big missing right. piece of information. Yeah, is there a way that we can scry or something? I mean, I don't have that ability. Here's the thing. This, this travel through the portal that we're doing, I'm not really supposed to bring other people. Mm. So I was kind of thinking we just get in there and get through the portal as quickly as we could, but maybe in Swan Hill, I mean, it's a, it's a huge city and we might be able to find someone with this, the scrying ability. Um, I don't have a way right now, but I, I do agree. And I think we should try to look back and see what's happening there. At least get, get an eye on it. I just, I, I don't know anybody that really can do that. Mm. Well, maybe Hero could, but again, we're trying to avoid her, so. All right. So, should we get going? Yeah, I you think so. You guys going to the Temple of Boss? Yeah. I think so. Okay. You guys start moving through the town. Come on, Tata. Uh, all right. <laughs> God. <laughs> 
she's uh, walking along. Hopefully they're busy with the conference still. You guys w- arrive at the Temple of Boss, which is that grim-looking building surrounded by a graveyard. You see some ghosts. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hey. Nope. <laughs> Layla? Uh, you guys move to the Let door. Are you trying to sneak to the where the portal is? Well, let's. Uh, can I can I make a general perception? Yeah, a perception see check. like who's around. Make a perception check. I haven't rolled a damn thing this whole day. <laughs> but that's my goal, so. Oh, not good, not good. Six. Looks clear. I, so I don't see anyone. You don't see anyone around. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think I'll uh, try to try to get everybody into the room okay. where I need Are you guys sneaking? Oh, the portal is. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, roll stealth checks, everybody. Little group stealth. Not one. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Layla. Layla's just like, Oh, Todd Todman's got a roll. Todd. Trot Trotman. Trot Trotman. Thank goodness he didn't turn into an elephant, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I can't make an elephant noise. I tried. Four. I, did, I liked it, though. Four for it was Todd. just, just, woo! <laughs> uh, Thora? Fourteen. Fourteen. Jaden? Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Eleven. Eleven. Unnatural twenty. Fifteen. Okay. You guys sneak into the building. Um... <laughs> Todd is just not even like, I'm like even sh- slightly quiet. It's like I'm a fucking pony. I can't not clip clop. Just try to step a little lighter. <laughs> uh, you guys kind of move through this temple, which is beautiful and also spooky because it is a temple dedicated to the inevitability of death. <laughs> so you're kind of moving through, and it's kind of dark. It's not cold. It is very gloomy in here. Yeah, that's sort of our aesthetic. You guys start kind of moving through. You stop at one point, Cord- uh, Cordelia, because you hear some like priests moving through. You guys see two priests of Boss walk by. Their feet don't seem to touch the ground. They just kind of glide by. And then Cordelia leads you around the corner where they came. <laughs> and you guys walk into a room, a tiny little room, uh, where there is a statue of a woman and she seems to be in like a long gown that starts like at the top like the fabric stop starts at the top of her head kind of wraps around her head and neck and then flows down into a dress and she is sitting kind of cross-legged with her arms kind of out and in front of her is a like a, a circle that is engraved with like dark obsidian you recognize this as the portal that you can use to jump between towns that have temples to boss cool. here uh, her eyes, the statue's eyes, definitely seem to be on you all, no matter where you move in the room. All right, everyone. Are we ready? Yeah. Uh, oh, sure. It's fun. It's actually, it's really fun. Okay. Come on. Here we Diagonal. go. Diagonal. Step on. Is, Is it safe wolf? for ponies? No, no, no. You just stand on the circle and we'll go. I'm going to pet Todd. But <laughs> we should probably hurry. They might, they might show up any minute. I'm not supposed to be here. Let's go. Is the circle going to fly? Just get in. You guys all walk into the glyph and you all start to think of Swan Hill. And there is a brief moment where you feel yourselves unmade. And then you all don't remember closing your eyes and then open your eyes and you are all standing on a boat. That is... This isn't Swan Hill. This is a boat. A large, dark boat that is floating swiftly down a dark black river. Is the river a Styx? Well, shit. Uh, And you are floating down here. This is familiar to you. Okay. Yeah. You just take a boat. But it's... A spiritual oh, boat. it's part of the yeah. travel. This is not this where is we part arrive. of the travel. Okay, okay. This is part of the travel. <laughs> Never mind. This is fine. The, this is the sky <laughs> is a dusky red black, and you are floating down this river. I just kind of sit and comfortably. I, strangely, as you look at the sky and the world around you, it seems to be moving. Like you can almost see through the veil and see the regular world is zooming past you miles at a time. And then you hear very faint. Who's that? And you see. A flock of dark owls kind of fly overhead. Owls. You continue to sail, and you hear more. And more and more owls start to fly seemingly from nowhere. Are they the dead? To the point where the sun is starting to get blotted out. And as the sun starts to get blotted out by these massive flocks of owls, you see down below in the water what appear to be like spiritual forms of people just kind of floating in the water. Is this, does this seem normal? Like, yes. I, I... Uh, the owl thing is weird. Okay. You recognize the spirits. You're like, hey, John. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, John. You at this point know it. You raise a lantern, and so you hang the lantern on the front prow of the boat. Mm-hmm. Continues to sail, and suddenly the moment Cordelia does that, 
all along this river, which now appears to be miles wide. More and more boats appear with lanterns that are lit. These ones all glowing with a green, while yours glows with like an orange, like a regular flame. These green being um, other priests of Boss who have passed, who now watch the River of Souls. You kind of wave to some of them. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> uh, and then the boat stops. And that is new. Um, and all the sound shit. stops. Cordelia. The water is not making a sound. The owls that are flying everywhere are not making a sound. The boats, the spirits, nothing is making a sound. And when Thora asks, says Cordelia, it like echoes. Little's gonna ignite her hands. I don't know Another this echo. Bit. You walk a path. With those who do not believe, Cordelia sobbed. I'm pretty sure everyone believes in death. You see the owls start to converge in this dark pillar of feathers. And then all of the boats in the river are gone, except for one directly ahead that is turned perpendicular to your boat. And there is a figure facing away from you, tall and lean, dressed in a black cloak, clutching the stick that she would use to push the boat. And the female figure turns with the face of an owl. I, I step toward like the front of the boat and yeah. like kind of stand right up on the yeah. on the and, bow holding like the pole uh, with the lanterns on. The boat, she reaches up a hand and you see these pale female fingers. And suddenly there is a rope in the hand and she starts to reel your boat in towards her. Thora is going to grab her brother's hand. And you would recognize uh, the woman, a woman with an owl face is a common representation of what Boss looks like from people who have had cool. like spiritual visions of her or whatever. Mm-hmm. I kind of give like a half-hearted smile to everyone. It's fine. We'll be fine. The boat pulls even. And as you got closer to her, she of course got bigger in your vision, but she also just starts to grow taller. She just very lightly like steps onto the boat with you all. You are not followers. Why do you float down my river? They're, they're following me, and I follow Bar, so, you know, logically, they sort of are followers of Bar's. Are you worshippers at my church, at my temple? No, I can't say that I am, personally. Yeah, not really. Yeah. I don't know. She starts to kind of, like, swell. This her, one could still be a combat. Her head kind of tilts, her <laughs> head kind of tilts a little bit. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I'm always down for trying something new. The head kind of turns to you, Cordelia. Were you not told who this path was kept for? It's an emergency. Tell me the emergency, and perhaps I will let you continue. The emergency is that we sort of got caught up in the mob... I set the man on fire. And then we found some drugs, and then we... Oh, this man pulls the soul out of their shirt. <laughs> and then we, uh... That's the one! And then we, uh, we, we sort of, uh, you know, exploded a hotel. And, uh, they're probably after us, so we thought that it would be smart to take a quick away. To take my holy river. Yes. Make yes. A per- make a persuasion check. I have served you... You definitely, you definitely have. <laughs> Which is worth, like, all of their lifetimes put together. Think about it. <laughs> Did you just tell me, a goddess, to think about it? <laughs> no! No! Eight. The path is closed. Boss, please. What do you want me to do? I'll do something for you. Something special. The head kind of tilts. I will. I'm really just going to here to go to a library and then, <laughs> and then I'm wide open after that. So I love it's an emergency. I am actually just I need to go to a library. <laughs> but leaving was the emergency. Tell me, I'll do something for you. Just they didn't do anything. I told them it would be fine. Don't punish them. Make another persuasion check. I'm so persuasive. <laughs> me, Cheyenne. Oh fuck yeah, twenty three. <laughs> I will allow you the rest of the way. Great. You, Cordelia. Yes? We will have words soon. That's fine, that's fine. I love talking to you. I do. Cordelia's just looking up at this <laughs> looming owl woman. I, I really you. do. 
New magical wards have been placed over the city. I will put you as close as I can. Did something happen there? New regimes, new rules. Hmm. Thank you. Some feathers fly into the air. All of the spirits and boats light up and you continue sailing down the river. I am so sorry about that. Boss can be... So was that death? Yeah. Wow. Sort of, I guess. I mean, death is just sort of the thing that happens when you die, but yeah, sure. sure. (laughs) You continue to sail, sail and sail, and then you all close your eyes and you are back in the knowing world and are immediately just deafened by a massive amount of roaring. But not like an animal, like the sound of a waterfall, but a bigger waterfall than you've ever heard or seen before. And as you start to kind of blink and come back into kind of this knowing world, you realize you are sitting in a massive bank of mist and can barely see around you. You are all still in a, a little boat. Are we like behind the waterfall? No, you seem to be in the mist that the waterfall is kicking up. Okay. Oh. And you guys are kind of floating there, not really sure where you are. And then you start to hear, ding, ding. And you hear kind of like, boat on the aft side. You hear like something like yelling. And you all kind of turn. You're all just in this little boat without like oars or anything, just kind of like (laughs) rocking in the water. Uh, And this ship starts to come into view. A dark, dark ship with indigo sails, which you recognize as a Western ship. Um... It doesn't seem to be Western Navy. It's not flying any Navy. It seems to be like a merchant ship mm-hmm. of some kind. You see like nets with like fish and, and crab. And this guy kind of leans over. Bloody hell. Uh, what the fuck are you doing out here? Uh, we lost our oars. Fishing trip. Can we get a tow into town? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Uh, throw on the rope ladder. The fishing trip. What the fuck? Is that a few? Uh, the rope ladder gets lowered and you all climb up onto the ship. You can see there's it is a, it's a fishing vessel. There's a bunch of all humans running around in just merchant clothes. This guy who you uh, assume to be the captain kind of stomps up. He seems just kind of like a squat kind of human man with kind of with dark skin and one kind of squinted eye. What the f- you, You're not on a fishing trip in the middle of the falls? No, we... we... Yeah, you know it was just fish, a pleasure like, cruise, and then we lost our oars. Well, you know how the fish like swim up the waterfalls to like get to the top, you know? Yeah, not these. They, like, climb. Captain, the boat's vanished! And you all look down at the boat that you crawled out of, and you oh, just God, see this. Oh, God, we like, lost our oars, and now we've lost the boat. Remaining a little bit of smoke as the, as the, the spectral boat vanishes. Did you sink our vanishes. boat? It, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Boat? It's fine. Yeah, yeah, the one's like, no, I saw it turned into smoke! Did you yeah. blow up our little boat? No, they're, they're fine, they're fine. <laughs> We're trying to get... The captain's like, I don't know what's happening. I just found you. I can put you back in the water if you're that upset about it. That's what happened to our oars. They turned to smoke. We don't know why. I think somebody sold us a shoddy boat. I think I burned them. I'm so sorry. Oh, there you go. Thank you. We won't be in any trouble. We'll just uh, sit here. Yep. Looks at all of you non-humans. Looks at the big dragonborn. Looks at the burning child. Fuck's sake, what the fuck have I gotten myself into? This is why I don't come into the falls this hour. And starts (laughs) mumbling to himself. The boat starts to kind of sail around, and for a brief moment, you come out out of the mist and can kind of look up. This waterfall is probably about a mile wide. Yeah. And is falling off a cliff about 400 feet high. There's a huge waterfall. Like the white cliffs of Dover, if the if like a waterfall was pouring off of them. And you can see now as you're kind of a little, you're not out of the mist, but you're in a little clearer section. You can see other boats like silhouetted in this mist as they're collecting fish and stuff like that. You've heard, you know, the roaring falls of Swan Hill. This seems like a really shitty place to have a city because mm. it's just very misty. But it continues to kind of sail the ship. It's really quite beautiful. It is so loud. Uh, you notice that all of them, as they get deeper into the mists, are using hand gestures and they're not speaking mm. to each other because it's just like you're just mouthing and like <laughs> because you can, you're, all the words get drowned out by the roaring waterfall. As you're kind of sailing along, some of the crew start kind of singing this song that I'm not going to sing, but I'll tell you the, the lyrics of, okay. um, which is essentially wow. um, forget about immersion. Am I right? The lyrics essentially are, um, wherever we may find ourselves, wherever we, we may roam, the roaring cliffs and roaring falls of Svanhill call us home. And they start singing this song, this kind of shanty. And you push through the mist 
and kind of reach the northern part of the falls, you would assume. And suddenly the falls stop and you look and there is a stone wall that stretches from below the Tillen Sea up 400 feet to the top of where this cliff would be. This strange stone wall that's dripping with condensation and moisture. The ship that you are on pulls close to this wall and then slowly but surely you are joined by four and then five other merchant ships. And then all in unison, the bells on the ships are rung and you hear a distant bell from 400 feet up. And then the wall splits in the middle and opens like a massive 400 foot tall door. You guys sail forward a little bit more and find yourself not like in a cave or anything, but in a strange, it almost feels like a roofless room. Like there's stone that stretches forward for a couple hundred feet and then stone and then stone in this kind of square rectangular thing. As you all sail in, anchors are dropped and the door closes behind you. You're all floating in this water and looking up, it's kind of claustrophobic because it feels like you're sitting in like the, at the bottom of like a 400 foot tall like drain or something. Mm. You just see these square walls that stretch up. <gasps> and then there's another bell ring Is it a and lock? it starts to fill with water and the water yes. level starts to <laughs> rise very, 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 very slowly. And you are oh, carried up. So dope. Car- I'm obsessed with locks. I think they're so cool. <laughs> uh, you are carried up by the water higher and higher and higher until you reach the top of the cliffs, essentially, this uh, aquatic elevator, essentially, like a lock or whatever they're called. And you reach the top, and on the other side now, a smaller kind of door kind of opens up. You realize you're kind of in this small bay, and you look out on the River Cascade, which is this mile-wide river that empties out onto these cliffs into the Tillen Sea. And you can see this river kind of snaking away and out of view and built across the river, on the river, on islands and on floating, basically like man-made arcane platforms, the city of Svanhill. Hello everyone, thank you so much for listening to the 34th episode of Adventures in Questing. Also, thank you for being patient with us as we try to get out episodes to you guys while also having jobs and finals and just being sick and just life in general life is happening but thank you guys so so much for all your support it really does make my day um check us out on social media and patreon on our website if you want that's not a sentence but yeah so (laughs) anyways we'll see you next time on adventures in questing I'm sorry, this tweet just popped up, and it's so good. Max describes various NPCs in Bay Haven. Me, nods thoughtfully. Yes, wow, they're hot. Thank you, Max. <laughs> Who was that on Twitter? Uh, it was uh, Shirley. Aww. Shirley. I'm so, at, I'm so at glad they think queer. my people are hot. At a dear oh, queer. Thanks for your great tweet, Shirley. Great tweet. <laughs> I also think they're hot, whoever you're talking about. <laughs> just everybody. Um, <laughs>